everybody to your favorite cryptid podcast, the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society. I'm your host, Sooth, and this is my other host, Kellick. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I am good. How are you? I am tired. I am too. It's been a long, long day. Uh, yeah, agreed. And I, I tell you what, I feel as useless as a screen door in a hurricane right now. <laughs> I'm I'm trying. I'm hanging in there. I'm drinking some coffee, which is completely useless at this point, but I'm trying. Same thing <laughs> here. I've got my coffee next to me. I've got my water. I'm good to go. Mm. I got coffee and sweet tea. Yum. Right? Man, I haven't. Well, I, have you ever heard of peace tea? Yes, I have. Oh, I like that stuff. You drink the peace tea. I do. Yeah, I drink Milo's. Milo's. If anybody, <laughs> I don't think we have that up here. You do not. Milo's is an Alabama thing. It's uh, it's 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 a Southern uh, thing. It's uh, Milo's sweet tea, and they also have unsweet tea, decaffeinated sweet tea, and a um, mixture. And on Arnold Palmer, they make that as well. Ooh, yum! Oh yeah, it's so good. It's so good. I mean, I can make my own sweet tea, obviously, but. Milo's is good though for like a pre-made tea that you could buy at the store. It's not yeah. bad. It's Very definitely nice. not bad. Yeah, I totally. Uh, we're not affiliated with them, by the way. We're not. We're just <laughs> chit-chatting about what's on our desks. I mean, if Milo's <laughs> wants to swing on in and say something, hey, you want to you, you want to cut a deal. I mean, <laughs> I ain't opposed to it. You know, but we are not affiliated with them, <laughs> unfortunately. I just figured I should throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, maybe in the future. That would be great. Okay. I'll take it. I take it. <laughs> I love Milo's. My household drinks gallons, literal gallons of, of Milo's. So, Jesus. right? We could help each other out. <laughs> I'm just saying. So what are we talking about tonight? Oh, yeah, right. That cryptid. <laughs> That's the whole point to this uh to this here podcast, uh, we're going to talk about the Kikamora. The Kikamora. Um, if you have listened to Paranormal Umbrella and the creepy pasta that we have been reading the past couple of weeks, last episode was the Kikamora. And I did not know that Kellick here hadn't listened to that episode yet, so I'm kind of spoiling it. <laughs> I'm spoiling it for a little bit. I'm sorry, my bad. Normally, you've, you've listened to it already by this time, so I just assumed. But that's that's what we're talking about, and it does it makes an appearance and um in the creepy pasta deer cryptid hunters, and uh, I found it interesting and thought it would be a good idea to do a little bit uh, more research into the Kikamora, and I found interesting things. I mean, we both found it's interesting It's a pretty interesting things. topic. It is. Now, what really intrigued me about the Kikamora is that uh, she has chicken parts. Okay. So, before we get too much further, right. I gotta say, the picture that I'm staring at right now, where she's mm -hmm. got her chicken legs and yeah. her chicken feet... Aside from the chicken parts, mm -hmm. does she not look like the creature from, um, oh, what's that? The Village, the M. Night Shyamalan movie? Yeah, a little bit. A, a little, little bit. bit. But you know who else she reminds me of? Who? Baba Yaga. Well, yes. 
Definitely the ties with the chicken parts and 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 the occupying your house and going after children and all of that wonderful. I mean, I'm I'm going ahead of myself, but that's who she <laughs> reminds me of. She does the. I mean, if you haven't seen the village, see it. It's good. It's one of M Knight's my fa- one of my favorites of M Knight's. It's one um, of his better ones, in my opinion. Agreed. I would have to agree with you. Um, I feel like he stifled himself in the recent years. Like he could go real creepy if he wanted to, like oh, real. Yeah out there in left field sci-fi crazy and i feel like he's kind of going backwards a little bit come on m9 well see here's the thing Mm. he did avatar and you know we don't talk about that one we don't talk about it It doesn't (laughs) exist avatar that didn't actually happen that's the avatar that never was okay (laughs) we don't uh we don't talk about that one it doesn't it didn't happen m night did not shame himself with that. It's not. And he there. didn't even bring up the cabbages. I, There's so, so many fails so, there. There are missed opportunities. So many missed opportunities. <laughs> I'm just, uh, but it didn't yes. happen. It's not there. The not Kikamora. There. The Kikamora mm. is based off of Slavic mythology. So yeah. we're going back to the Slavic mythology uh, along with the Leshi which we talked about in our previous podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we're kind of tapping into the same folklore and mythology here. Uh, and interestingly enough, we found some ties between the two. But we'll get into that yeah. later. Yeah. Um, the ties between the Leshy and the Kikamora. It's funny, considering the current atmosphere of the creepypasta that we were reading. I can't right. go any further into it, unfortunately, because <laughs> you haven't read it. But but look here, but look here, they, in, in the audience, you'll know what I mean. You'll know what I mean. If you've listened to the to it, you haven't listened to it yet. I haven't. No. So shh. I'm going oh. to be listening to it tomorrow when I do the editing and getting it uploaded for all of you fine folks to listen to. So... When I listen to it, then we can talk about it. <laughs> no spoilers. I'm trying so hard not to. <laughs> so hard not to because it's good. I mean, it's getting it's getting real good. There's some See, entanglements. You're talking it up and now I'm like really excited. So. Oh, you're going to love it. And and everybody else who didn't get to listen to it live, they're going to love it too. It's uh, She's real good. She's getting the author is getting real deep real deep into it so yeah i like it's gonna be good yeah okay so the kikamora okay the kikamora is supposed to be i'm sorry i'm like all over the place but the kikamora is a house spirit much like the gnomes okay so um kind of like the tomte yeah the tomte i i i what did i call them earlier today the tomkin the Tomkin. Uh, yeah, that's what I that's what I called him earlier today. Was, I know it's the Tom T, but I called them the Tomkin. T O M. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> same difference. It's you know, brain. Sometimes it functions, sometimes it doesn't. So, you know, I'm working on half a brain cell today. And it's, uh, not to get off of topic again, but the Tom T was also kind of connected uh with the household spirits, um, mm, mm-hmm. uh, the Dumbavoy. 
Mm-hmm. The Demovoy. We're going to be talking about the Demovoy today as well. Because even though Kikamora, there's two types of the Kikamora, by the way. There's the Kikamora and then there's the Kikam- the Swamp Kikamora. And the Swamp Kikamora, if I'm remembering correctly, I mean, like, you know, punch me in the face if I'm wrong, um, <laughs> is married to the Leshy. Right. Yeah. Now, the Kikamora... The one that we're talking about right now, not the Swamp Kikamora, the other one. So, real quick, the, right. the defining differences between them, the Swamp Kikamora is actually, I think, the Kikamoro and the the friendly household Kikamora is the Kikamara. Right. So, and there Mara, are some slight look, There's There's slight differences. You know, I mean, there. It's like a. It's like you've got the the species Kikamora, and then you have the subspecies. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the uh, the Mara, as we have learned in the Night Hag, is nightmare. It means nightmare, right? right? So if we use our, our brain pan here and shoot off some, you know, firing some neurons and stuff because mine aren't completely connecting, but I'm, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> it says uh, that this is a nightmarish creature. She is a creature of nightmares. The Kikamora, the, the, the baddie one who is the house spirit that you don't want to piss off. Okay. And she looks like, She's got the chicken parts, like I mentioned earlier. She's got a like a chicken beak, and she's got chicken legs. And I was wondering, why are there so many folk women in folklore, right? Especially the Slavic folklore. Yeah, they have, and they have a quite a few, right? Why? What's with the chickens, guys? I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, weird. For our international listeners, for our for our wonderful buddies across the pond, um, please, please tell us why. What's up with the chickens? Why are we seeing lots of women with, with half chicken? They're half chicken. And I, I looked it up, okay? I, was, I, I literally, and it was verbatim, why does Slavic folklore have so many chicken women? Dot. Question yes. mark, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and it doesn't explain, but it does say that chickens represent the other mother. Okay, the the uh, the the representation of motherly love and motherly caring and all that stuff, like the good ones do anyway. Yeah, like kind of like Coraline, the other mother, but not a spider. It's a chicken. So now, funny enough, there's actually a spider named the Kikamora. Yeah. Because of the fact that uh, the Kikamora is often attributed to um, like weaving and uh, spinning yarn and Mm. thread. And lace. Right. Yeah. And so because of that, um, she's associated kind of with the spider spinning the silk thread. Oh but my there's... god, that's, that is kind of like Coraline, the other mother in Coraline. Yes. Do you think that's what it is? Like Coraline's the other mother is actually like based off of the Kikamora? That would be an interesting theory to research for sure. Cause I like I didn't even put that together until I did 
I didn't just either. Three seconds ago. So uh, okay, so I'm gonna need you to keep talking about the Kikamora and what it's associated with real quick while I look this up. Because I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna mute myself while I do that. Because y'all don't need to hear my horrible typing in my keyboard here. So <laughs> so you keep talking about that Kikamora, Kellick, and I'm gonna look this up real quick. All right. So in literature, the Kikamora, uh, it actually has ties with really all over the place, but um, there's some similarities in different like surrounding regions. Like in the Finnish language, um, Kikamorko means scarecrow. So there may be a, a tie there or some kind of language root etymology there that um, you know, ties the Kikimora to the scarecrow. Now, the scarecrow is, you know, kind of the, we all know what a scarecrow is. It's the straw man. But it, with the Kikimora, she's often uh, attributed as being very thin, having straw-like hair, having chicken legs, which realistically, I mean, you've got like scarecrow legs, which are usually made of sticks that are stuffed with hay. So perhaps there is a tie there somewhere. I don't know. But um, there, there's definitely... Yeah, no. Okay. Now, Sorry, go ahead. With the Mora, <laughs> or the Mara, <laughs> being tied with nightmares and sleep paralysis, um, the Kikamora ha- is also known to be tied to sleep paralysis in terms of like... Um, sitting on your chest, choking you, you know, preventing you from breathing. And this is when she's pissed or when she's yeah. upset because she's she big mad. Right. And how does she, now that you're back, how does she uh, get upset? <laughs> um, don't, don't upset the balance of the household pretty much. It's don't, don't like make it dirty like you got to respect your house you know what i'm saying respect if you don't respect the house, right respect, respect your family right if you don't do any of that and you start causing strife and you like upset the balance of peace and harmony in the home she's coming for your jugular or your kids whichever one comes first i don't know but that's what she's going for and um it's funny because they can they also compare her to the bogart Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Which I f- thought was pretty cool because of Bogart. I, l- I love a good Bogart. I mean. Yes, Dylan. Keep your house clean. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Keep and your house th- clean. <laughs> and if things start missing or you start hearing strange footsteps or knocking or worse still, seeing wet footprints in your house. Uh, it's time to really clean house. Yeah, it's either time to, to clean the house or to leave the house. And But the thing is, here's the funny thing about it, is the Kikamora doesn't just go with the house. It goes with you. It's it's a family member, kind of. It's a, Yeah, kind of. it's like, this is Timmy, this is John, this is Sally, this is my wife Karen, my name is Billy Bob, and this is our Kikamora. <laughs> Kikamora lives behind our stove. You know, sometimes she likes to wander out. 
Yeah. Sometimes she likes to wander out as far as, you know, the refrigerator. But yeah. <laughs> now, here's a question. Does do the Kikamora and the, the Do Domovoy mm-hmm. uh, do those have anything in common with like your common brownies? Well, I no, because I, okay. I mean, there's so, similar aspects to them as in like personality wise, like brownies are more kind. Um, they're helpful. They're going to take care of you. They take care of you and they help you take care of your space, right? They're more helpful than they are anything else. Now, I would say a Kikamora is more like a gnome. And the Demovoy are more like, are definitely like the great granddaddies of the gnomes. Yeah. And now, what is the the mythology behind uh, where the Kikamora comes from? Um. Well, it's, okay, they're predominantly a negative character when it comes to Slavic mythology, okay? Um, there are the Kikamori. It's, uh, and they're plural, that's Kikamori, okay? Um, and they're the not-so-kind ones. And it's it's hard to say exactly where they come from. Um, but the speculation in the folklore and mythology is, okay, it's kind of crazy, so I'm going to give you all some TMFI here. And um, if you have any kind of triggers when it comes to children... Um, like so many of us do, and child loss, then I suggest you just kind of wander off for for about a half, give me like 15 seconds, okay? 15 seconds and then come back. I'm going to give you like a head start. Go ahead, go. No, no, go. No, really, go. <laughs> I'm not kidding, go. Okay, so one of them says that the Kikamori are babies who died unbaptized, Okay. Another version says that the Kikimori are children from a vicious connection with a fiery serpent. And in some accounts, children who are cursed by their parents and therefore abducted or exchanged by evil spirits to become Kikimori. Okay. It also has to do with them, like if a pregnant person passes away while they are still incubating uh, said child. Um, it can possess the body of that mother person. I'm going to say mother person. Um, and, or it could also possess the unborn child and take over the unborn child. So it's, it really depends on which folklore you're going with. Cause you get the good ones who are just kind of there, like almost like far, far spirits, right. That are married to the, to the Demovoy or the Domovoy, sorry. And then you've got these, the Kikamori, who are born of children. Gotcha. Okay, you can come back now. It's safe <laughs> to come back now. You can come back. It's good. You can come back now. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, it goes. It's pretty dark. the The origins of the mythology, the origins of a Kikamora or Kikamori, is it's real dark. And it has to do with the children. Okay. So it's, it's not, it's not good. So we don't have to go further into it. I already explained. We're good. We're gone. We're (laughs) moving on now. And then you have the the, the swamp Kikamora. Okay. 
And she's the one that's married to the Leshy, who is the water spirit in this mythology here. So she's she's not as bad. And the Leshy um, is connected to the Demovoy. Right. Or Domovoy. The Domovoy. Domo origato, Mr. It's interesting because, like, the Leshy is, like, the deeper darker forest dwelling domovoi and um the well the domovoi is just more of a household character yeah but they have totally different descriptions completely different descriptions and it's crazy because the domovoi are like the size of gnomes they're they're little they're little people okay that live in your kitchen most of the time and they've got a really long beard think yard gnomes yeah or like Christmas yard gnomes. gnomes yeah and it's it's crazy for me because i love i love gnomes y'all know i love gnomes i love them they're great they're wonderful my entire house gets covered in them all the time especially during christmas time during yule um but this guy is just kind of like they're all the time in in living supposedly helping you he's kind of calm and he's actually more of a He's technically a good spirit, even though he is still mischievous. He's generally looked at as a positive spirit in the house. Yeah. As opposed to his wife, who is not. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Now, now when we were looking into this, when we were looking into the Kikamora, I still, like I said, I still haven't figured out why. I mean, aside from the mothering aspect why she's part chicken i'm still trying to figure that out somebody answer that for me because it's gonna rack my brain forever and i just can't i can't deal with that stress i'm at a i'm at a loss on that one there we we couldn't find anything that tied it tied the chicken aspects to her so that one ooh, yeah and uh did we ever get a an answer to the other mother oh the other mother yeah okay so look we're gonna have to do a whole podcast on Coraline it's like that I looked it up and when I started reading it I was like you know what no this is a this is a totally different podcast that we're gonna have to look at and I'm going to say there are similarities but they are not the same fair enough so yeah I'm I'm guessing that our our next podcast should be on Coraline thank you for the ear flappies I don't need them (laughs) sorry he knows we're at work my doggo knows we're at work, and every time he knows it's it's time for work time, he has to come in here with me <laughs> and lay down. And occasionally, he likes to give his opinion via ear flappies. So I apologize. <laughs> so that spider that I was telling you about, it is called the Kikamora palustris. 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 Palolish. And it I tried. is part of the oh boy, Linifidae, Linifidae, Linifidae. I don't know. L i n y p h i d a e. That's a whole lot of letters that shouldn't be grouped together that are, and you can't say them. I'm I can't sorry. Say them. I'm sorry. I Listen tried. here, scientific community. <laughs> I'm gonna need y'all. To start making these scientific names pronounceable. 
do I see just, I can't even pronounce pronounceable. <laughs> how about we that. just uh diverge from old Latin? Oh I mean, Lord. I mean how bad is that one? Well, like all the scientific names are generally based on like old school Latin. That's I can't, why they're no. so difficult to say. I can't I cannot I can't speak Latin. I can't either. I tried. I I try I gave it the the good old high school try and it didn't take. <laughs> the high school, not even the college try. It I, was the that, high school. That was a high school thing. That was not a college thing. <laughs> and it didn't work. I can't do man, look. I can't do it. My my freaking lips can't just bleh. You know what I mean? Like my it brain can't, it can't can. do it. My brain can read just about anything, but right? as soon as it goes from like translating from a mental thought to my lips, it's gone. Like I, I can't, I can't. Exactly, that. exactly. It gets lost in translation from my brain to my mouth hole. Big. Time. Sorry, doesn't work. <laughs> can't make it work. Can't do it. I tried. Uh, and you know. I didn't realize until we started doing this podcast, even when I thought I was using my podcast voice, which is, you know, this is a, it's like a customer service voice. <laughs> you know, everybody has one. I thought that my accent wasn't that bad. You know, I was like, I got a, I got like the regular, like, you can't tell where I'm from voice. And then you got my, this is, this is me voice. And apparently it's, my accent's pretty bad. <laughs> It's pretty bad. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. So it makes it hard to pronounce things correctly because I'm putting, you know, the emphasis on the wrong syllables, you know? <laughs> the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yeah, that right there. That right, that, that's it. That's it right there. So I'm already, I'm already out the gate, already got issues. So trying to get me to say things in Latin, no thank you. No. So we've tied the Kikamora to, um, oh, wow, my brain just went completely blank. Sleep paralysis. Sleep Sorry paralysis, which is the old hag. We also have ties to the Demovoy, the Leshy, the Gnomes. Okay. Now here's another connection for you. The Mokosh. Yes. So this one was actually new to me because I hadn't ever heard of it. Yeah, the Mokosh, and I know I am absolutely not pronouncing that correctly, um, is a Slavic goddess, and she is considered to be, she is the only goddess in their primordial gods, okay? So old. She old, old. She old, way old, okay? And she, we're, we're talking six to the fifth millennia yeah. yeah she's she's from the way 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 back the way back and she is the only goddess and her equivalents okay are gaia demeter tara and uh we we covered her freya freya and Ceres. I'm going to say Ceres, but I'm sure there's another way to pronounce it. Ceres. It's the Roman equivalent. Ceres. C-E. Yes. Well, it's C-E-R-E-S. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. Ceres. 
Yeah, Saris. Thank you. Ha ha. I knew it was there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she's and the only reason why there's a connection is because the the good Kikamura, okay, has similarities with uh, Mokosh or and I'm sorry, I, I'm not pronouncing this correctly. I apologize, but um, she's they say that she may have originated from the Finnic peoples of Vogul. Okay. Um, with the divinity of Mokasha, but she she's married. She's also a lover to two other gods. Okay, and they are all Slavic mythology. They're all from the Slavic pantheon, the way back Slavic pantheon. Like as late as the 19th century, she was worshipped as a force of fertility. Like she, she lasted, she lasted through Christianity. 2000 years, over 2000 years. Yeah. But here's something interesting about that. Now, I, as I said, they have the connection because they represent the same thing. The good Kikamora and Mokosh, the goddess of mother earth, fertility, fate, harvest, moisture, sexuality, uh, the patroness of women, children, childbirth, home and weaving. See? Right. Protector of spinning, tending sheep, Mm -hmm. wool, patron of merchants and fishermen. Yep. So, yeah. She She, protects cattle from plague. Yep. She pretty much covers everything. Yeah. 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 So, you got. She was a big one. Yeah. So, you got her because she pretty much covered everything that came with creation. And that provides. Um. Excuse me, that provides some kind of motherly love. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and she's the protector of all of that m- mothering stuff because that's what creation is. It's, it's life mother. And rebirth. Right. So her and Kikamura have that in common the weaving, the spindles, the home, hearth, children, all of that stuff. But then this. Well, some- some scholars also suggest she may be a version of Finno Ulgric sun goddess right. Jumala. Yeah. That's a which is a whole nother thing. That's a whole right. nother thing. But it's they're all equal. They all they're all the same thing. Just the Kikamora isn't considered to be a goddess. She's just a, right. a spirit, a home spirit, far spirit, all of that wonderfulness. But Here's what I thought was real interesting. Even though she has survived, you know, the takeover of Christianity, she was replaced, okay? She actually, actually, they took her and, again, canonized her, made her a saint, okay? It's just funny how they do that. Yeah, but but guess, guess who, though? Guess who? Who? The Virgin Mary. <laughs> make it make sense. <laughs> I, I I got nothing. I, I mean, I can't do it, man. I can't. Come on, y'all. Come on now. Come on. At this point, I know y'all late to the game, okay? But come on. This is why we study history. <laughs> <laughs> this right here, history and mythology and folklore. It's not always what it's represented as. No, it rarely is. Rarely, what, if ever. What we've been taught in school is like 
the cliff notes, and they're not even accurate cliff notes at that. They're cliff notes to a made-up story. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. There, there's yeah. been a lot that's that's come out, even, like, recently, um, especially, gosh, over in, like, Iraq and Egypt and oh. you, all the stuff that they're uncovering yeah. over there. Yeah. The, Egypt is blowing my mind right now with all of the stuff that they have been digging right. up over there. Crazy. And then, and then they found um, Gilgamesh's tomb. What? Mind-blowing. Now, of course, interestingly enough, we're totally derailing and getting off topic here. but um, As we tend to do. It was said that the people who discovered Gilgamesh's tomb, and we're talking a demigod, for those who don't know, basically a demigod who... Of the wind and sea? Lived like 5,000 <laughs> 5, years ago. Like... Long, long, long time ago. Actually, longer than 5,000. More like around, I would say, like 9,000. Because, I mean, he went in search of Noah. So, like, he was in Noah's time. Like, Noah and the Ark. Yeah. So, to find his tomb, that's kind of a big deal. And then, of course, military came in and pushed all the scientists out and swooped up everything. But we won't as, get into that. As just they so tend that we don't to get do. <laughs> as they tend to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, now all I've got is now all I've got is Maui in my head. You're welcome. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. But yeah. Back to the Geek of War. I'm sorry. Back to I totally the derailed. <laughs> you yeah, and then I you went one way, somehow we veered off. You went one way into like Gilgamesh and Noah and the in the ark and the flood and all that stuff. And I'm over here going, Moana, make way, make way. I'm yeah, that's my brain pan right now. It's just like oh. you're all like educational. I'm over here, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm like struggling real hard to stay awake here so. <laughs> <laughs> i i've just given up hope on trying to keep my brain straight oh oh sorry i talk with my hands a lot and i end up like hitting my mic i'm so sorry oh my goodness i am a hot mess today hot mess oh man okay so the kikamora right batty goody swamp leshy houses Houses, children, homes. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> lions and tigers and bears and kikamoras. So yeah, that's uh. So so here's another tradition that I thought was really cool. Okay, because we haven't spoken about traditions and sitting here like I'm just gonna yeah. go into it. Like yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, it is said when you are moving, when you're going from one house to another, okay, or an apartment or cottage, what have you, um, you're supposed to sit in silence for a few minutes in your home to basically like get permission from your your house spirit like the the demovoy and the kikamora to leave and then as you're leaving you get you have to like invite them to come with you to your new home it's like a tradition for you to do that or used to be anyways i'm not sure if they still do that i'm sure 
some in the in the country still do, as it was said. But I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, interesting question, Dylan. Um, he asked, "What if you don't?" Um, bad juju. That's what. If you do not invite them to come with you, um, p- pain and suffering. <laughs> well, that is if they do not like the new owners. Yeah, especially. Because that's really what it boils down to. Like if, mm-hmm. if you're friends with a Domovoy and a Kikamora, basically, I, I don't say like friends as in like, oh, hi, we're friends. No, like if they if if you guys are all on like neutral terms mm-hmm. and everybody's happy and satisfied then yeah you're good but do you really i do you I, really want to test it do, do you, you want to test it and do you really want to invite them to keep go like to go with you although right. that said if you don't and you move into a new house and they've got a domovoy or kikamora in that house that has not gotten rid of or has not left, then you could be in for a world of hurt too. So sure can. It's, if, it's bad. If you around. invite your Domovoy and Kikamora to come with you and the house is already inhabited by a Domovoy or Kikamora, then like, I wouldn't say bad don't juju, but they don't necessarily get along. No. No, it's, it's, it's going to be bad for everybody involved. So just just invite them to go with you, okay? Be respectful. <laughs> Take your, your Kikamora with you. They need homes, your home specifically, not mine, <laughs> yours, okay? So I'm going to need you to adopt your own Kikamora or Dilmavoy and take it with you, you know, for nine cents a day, you too can have a Kikamora <laughs> in the arms of the angel. Oh my goodness. Okay. Just take it with you. That's just the gist of the thing. Okay. Don't leave it right. behind for other people. Take it with you. Be nice and respectful. And and they will be nice and respectful to you in return. Help you take care of your home. Your children will be protected. You will be protected, but mostly your children and animals because they are partial to the innocent. And we all know that animals are are innocent. Okay. We got to have, got to protect the animals. I'm trying to find, oh, here we go. So the Kikamora is also able to turn into a dog, a pick, a pig. I'm sorry. (laughs) Not a pick, a pig, a duck, a hare, or a hamster. A hamster. A hamster, of all things. That is so random. Right? Like, I would think... It's almost as random as the chicken legs. (laughs) Right! I still can't... How is it that they can turn and shapeshift? They can shapeshift and it still does not explain the chicken. Nope. Like, this is making me angry. I'm angry, okay? Like, where does the chicken come from? Why does she have chicken legs and a chicken beak? I, it would make sense if she could shapeshift into said chicken. And it's right. just like leftover chicken feet, you know? She just can't get rid of it because she shapeshifted into the chicken too many times. She stayed in the form of a chicken and now she can't get rid of the legs. That's understandable. And, and it doesn't even say she can transform into a chicken. <laughs> you can? That's what I'm saying. Like, that makes me angry. A hamster? I have you seen hamster hamster feet? So 
I have gotten up close and personal with a Siberian dwarf hamster, and let me tell you, they are not as cute and cuddly as you would think. They're not cute and cuddly, but they don't have chicken feet. They do not have chicken feet. They have they have cute little pity peps. Now, okay. now, you may see them as a dog, a pig, a duck, a hare, or a hamster, but what you won't see them as, uh, especially the domovoy, is the domovoy. Yeah. Or uh, the Kikamura, because you won't see their true form unless you do. And if you do, bad things are coming, because that's like... If you see it in its in their like true natural form, it's a bad omen. It is, and that leads us to the other thing, the the one of them being the not so nice parts. This is the night the the. Okay, she's bad. Okay, you got the good, you got the bad, mm-hmm. and in this one, she is the bad, and it's supposed to be one of the she when she's in her baddie form. Okay. And I'm not talking about Cardi B baddie form. I'm talking about other baddie <laughs> form. Um, she is like apparently the scariest, one of the scariest creatures and the most dangerous creature in the world of mythology. Jeez. Yeah. She is like, not only is she like a thing of nightmares and is also blamed for sleep paralysis, like the old hag. Um, she is also one of those that's like, yeah, dude, sorry you caught me getting the peanut butter sandwich at three o'clock in the morning and you came in here for some water. I'm here to let you know that some bad juju's falling on your house and like some people are gonna die, yo. And then she, you know, eats her peanut butter sandwich and moseys off, you know, because she doesn't belong there. <laughs> like, Tucks I mean, like her counterpart. The, behind the stove. <laughs> right? Just let oh, me know. Oh, the, uh, are you talking about the swap one? Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. This, this the swamp Kikamora. Yeah. <laughs> That's put him <laughs> mildly. <laughs> you don't want to uh, be on her no. bad side. It's squishy, okay? Like quite literally, the thing of nightmares. Like, oh my. Okay, um, trigger warning for those who don't watch true crime. Okay. Um, and don't know what happens to a dead body when it, when it's been submerged in water for entirely too long. <laughs> okay. If we you see like... that, we did mention that she is a goddess of wet and yeah. moisture. So Yeah. Uh... If you see some like feet puddles in your house, just it's over. Okay. Just go. Go away. Far away. Don't bring that one with you. Leave that Kikamora behind, okay? <laughs> Keep your nine cents. <laughs> what? What? What's that? Oh, I, I think I just heard the leshy. Uh, I, I think he's calling you home to the. You forest. need to go. Go back to your husband. Drowned people together. It's great family time. Bye. Leave me alone. Stay in the swamp. Stay in the swamp. <laughs> Is that a boulder? Did you make that? That's a nice boulder. <laughs> oh my goodness but yeah she's uh she's the baddie she she will sometimes come and like settle in your house because now that she's brought you the bad news she wants to stick around and watch the nightmare play out okay that's what she likes to do and it's <laughs> it's she's she makes scary noises 
And it's like if you hear the sound of a spindle, okay, it, which uh, according to what I've read is it's a very scary sound. It's also a prophecy for bad or tragic situations. Okay, so you're you're just screwed all the way around. You do not get to Pasco. You do not get to collect two hundred dollars. You're just gone, mm-hmm. and that's it. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying is like just don't don't mess with the Kikamora, don't mess with the Domovoi. And if you still worship and the old gods and goddesses and the Slavic pantheon in particular, be nice. Be nice to Mokosh. Not, not just to them, but also your family, your house, take care of your house, clean up, keep everything nice and orderly, don't cause strife in the household and you won't piss them off that's right don't piss them off be nice i don't even think there's offerings that you can give them to to keep the peace because i didn't read anywhere while i was doing the research there's nowhere that i read there's for offerings to make them i mean tobacco is the for the domovoy though the domovoy also likes milk right milk and tobacco i mean how can you go wrong with that combination? <laughs> but when it comes to the Kikamora, I haven't seen anything for offerings for them aside from just, you know, doing what she told you to do. I keep, feel keep like house nice. offerings of yarn or thread or stuff to make thread or yarn, like, I feel like that would be a good thing, right? Of course, you could I just mean, be causing your own doom too because then she's going to spin that and then you're going to hear it yeah. and then tragedy is going to strike so. that's true that's true it's just it's going to be bad just follow the rules be nice keep your and house nice their presence Ooh. oh yeah, yeah don't so that's the other thing tell them he, tell them the other thing so the kikamora also wanders around your house at night and she can pass through keyholes So what people used to do is either put a key in the door and leave it there so that she couldn't get through, or they'd stuff the the lock full of paper so that she couldn't get through. But it was said that if you heard her in your room, you either look at your pillow or you look out your window, but don't look at the doors, dressers, armoires, closets, hiding places because those are the places that she hides and Mm -hmm. if she sees you looking at her thinking that you see her again doom follows so (laughs) blood 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 blood, blood. blood. (laughs) it's just bad all the bad juju coming for you so yeah that's that's pretty much what we figured out about the kikamora um, and everything she is associated with. So, right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> swamps, not all great things. Swamps, no, not great things. Not great things. <laughs> to if quote Olaf, <laughs> if she's happy and in a good mood, you know, she'll she'll take care of the house and make sure that the milk doesn't spoil, and you know, make sure the crops grow nice and kind of like the tomte. But, yeah, yeah, you you definitely don't want to get on any of their bad sides. You certainly do 
not. Do not. So on that note, don't forget to grab your salt. Check under the bed. Before we get into that. Oh, that's right. Before we have our closing, uh, we have a little announcement to make. So in our Discord, and we're we're, we're looking at uh, Wednesday, April 19th. Instead of having a podcast episode, we are inviting people to come to our Discord where we will be in a voice channel and have an open forum where anyone can bring up topics, discussions, and hopefully we can have kind of this roundtable discussion where we discuss anything and everything. So that's right. It could could be, uh, you know, creepy hauntings and paranormal stuff like that spirits it could be about folklore. cryptids folklore ufos fringe science conspiracy theories you name it yeah so it's gonna be fun we're gonna mm. we'll probably do it at around the same time as our normal podcast so 9 p.m eastern standard time eight o'clock my time eight o'clock central that's right that what she said so <laughs> April 19th. April, mark your calendars, April 19th. And if you're not a part of our Discord, we have this really nifty little solo link that will direct you to all of our social medias. So if you click that account, it'll take you to our Discord and then you can be a part of it and it'll be great. And it's you kind can of find like that an- on all the different podcast sites, it's tied to our RSS. So. Basically, wherever you find our podcasts, you should be able to find our solo link. You can't escape us because we're everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) We're like a haunting ourselves. We're an internet haunting. We are an internet haunting. Oh, Oh, that took my brain into funny places. I kind of like it. I'm kind of digging that. So, yeah, it's going to be an unofficial, official, unofficial meet and greet on April 19th. And uh, you get to cast and discuss with us. And um, it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. I'm going to love it. I love it. forward to it. You love it. I love it. We all love it. We're all happy. So, yeah. As I was saying, now (laughs) that you know. (laughs) (laughs) Now that you know, (laughs) grab the salt, check under the bed, make sure you got your favorite Wobby and a cuddle buddy, and turn on the nightlight because you don't want those woolly boogers coming after you. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, and we hope to see you again Friday for the Paranormal Umbrella and the continuation of the Creepypasta, Dear Cryptid Hunters. And next Wednesday on PCPS, we will be bringing you another folklore cryptid for your hearing pleasure. Um, Yeah, and then on the following Friday, we're going to be discussing exorcisms. Yeah, it's going to get spoopy up in here, man. So you don't want to miss that one either. So thank you so much. Love all your faces and have a great day. Have a good night, everyone.